Hello and welcome to episode six of the Making Money Simple podcast. This episode is going to be slightly shorter and more informal. And just like Jason Derulo, I'm going to be riding solo. Shocking joke. But I'm going to be chatting about some ways you can start your personal finances right in 2021. I wrote a blog post on this a couple of weeks ago, and I'm going to be leveraging that and going a bit more in detail of how you can essentially start yourself off right in 2021 when it comes to personal finances. I have got a joke, however. The Jason Derulo one I know is also a joke. So you're lucky you've got a bonus one today. It's, as it's a new year, I thought I would get a New Year's resolution pun. My New Year's resolution is to stop procrastinating, but I'll wait until tomorrow to start. All right, let's crack on with the podcast. So I've got three tips. Oh, no, actually, I've got four tips on how you can start your personal finances right in 2021. The four tips include setting goals, open your banking apps, tracking your net worth, and finally simplifying your finances through automation. I'm going to speak a couple of minutes on each. And once again, as always, if you have any comments or questions, please get in touch with me on Instagram at Making Money Simple. So first of all, I wanted to talk about setting goals. Setting goals is spoken about a lot, and I feel like it's quite a trend to speak about that, particularly on YouTube and Instagram. But it is very important because if you don't set goals, then you never really know what you're aiming for. You've probably heard of SMART goals, um, which is specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time on the spot there, quick thinking. The most important aspect of that, I would say, is making them specific. For example, investing in 2021. I mean, it's great if you're going to plan to invest, but it doesn't really say much. It's much better to say, I want to invest £2,000 in index funds and £1,000 in individual stocks. That's a much more specific goal. And you can then actually, of course, measure it. So when it comes to the end of the year, you can see, okay, I only invested £1,800 in index funds, but I managed to invest £1,000 in individual stocks. So I hit, hit part of the goal and I was close to the other part. So I think setting goals is important, particularly for your finances, but also for other aspects of your life. You have personal goals, career goals, fitness goals, You know, reading a certain amount of books, running a certain amount of miles, um, of course, following this podcast, that's got to be a goal for everyone. But generally speaking, you want to try and set a few goals, even if they are a bit loose and lofty, it's better to have something down on paper rather than absolutely nothing. Because if not, what will happen is in five years time, you'll look back and think, where is that time gone? What have I got to show for it? At least by setting goals, you'll know, okay, well, in 2020, I invested £2,000. In 2021, I invested £3,000. In 2023, I got onto the property ladder and so on and so forth. So that's the first thing, setting goals. I appreciate we're a few weeks into the year now, but if you haven't, sit down, take a few hours to set some goals. If you have a partner um, and you live with someone and your finances are sort of together, it can be good also to talk about that person and set some joint goals. And then you can also hold each other accountable. The second tip I've got is to open your banking apps. So it's pretty mental when people don't know how much money they've got. I understand after a night out, you might be a bit scared to look at your banking app if you've spent 150 quid. We've all been there. But generally speaking, you should know pretty closely how much is in your bank. If you don't, then you need to start opening your banking apps um, at least once a week to just see how much money you have. By opening your app and scrolling through, you'll be able to see where your money's going, what you're spending it on. You might be wasting your money in certain aspects. And, you know, checking it, I check mine quite regularly, probably a bit over the top because I am a bit of a personal finance nerd. But generally speaking, when, particularly when it comes to your cash, if, if you've got several different bank accounts as well, 
you should know loosely how much you have in each account. And if you want to take it one step further, all you need to do is start an Excel or Google Docs sheet or even put it in your notes in your phone and just track how much you've got. You know, you've got your Halifax, a thousand pound in there. You've got your Marcus account, 500 pound, your nationwide help to buy ISA, 2000 pound. And that way, you know where your money is and you're not just leaving everything to luck because you know where your money is. And if possible, once you know how much money you have, that is then when you want to try and funnel some of that money to savings and investments. It's quite a popular term, and I've also talked about this a lot on my Instagram page, but it's important to pay yourself first. By paying yourself first, you are essentially taxing yourself, and it's the best tax you will ever pay because that is going to be going towards building your wealth for the future. The third point I've got is tracking your net worth, which links in quite nicely, actually, with that second point about opening your banking apps. This is now probably a bit more than just keeping... Um, a, sh a note in your phone you probably would want a spreadsheet or you can do it on pen and paper but i think it's important to track your net worth and it's probably one of the best things you can do um, at any point in your life because you can get an immediate snapshot of where your money is how much you're worth and importantly what your main liabilities are i think when people actually write it down on paper particularly people my age who in their 20s who maybe finance a lot of items, have an expensive car loan. You know, if you have all of your numbers, the cold hard numbers in front of you, and you can see you've only got a thousand pounds in the bank, but your car, you have 15 grand to pay off on your car, then hopefully that will give you a mindset shift of you need to be reducing these liabilities and start putting some money into assets. So assets obviously include things such as cash, um, any money you have in investment accounts, ISAs, uh, you can even include your pensions. Um, you've also got any like bonds, cryptocurrency, property equity. You can even go so far as to put paintings and art and expensive items that you have as assets. Liabilities will generally there be generally be then your mortgages, any car loan you have, or any debt. Um, and I really think it's important to track your net worth. All it takes, it'll take maybe a couple of hours to get it set up, dig around to your different accounts and the things that you invest into, for example. But once you've got it set up, you just need to spend literally half an hour a month probably on the last day of the month on the first day of the month and just put in your numbers and you can see how your net worth is changing over time hopefully as you're increasing your assets and reducing your liabilities not only are you becoming more valuable in yourself but you'll see you'll get like a positive endorphin boost because you can see that you know you're doing things right you're building your net worth you're going to leave something to your kids or you're going to achieve financial freedom or whatever your personal goal is. And that all comes back to goals. So I think if you haven't done it yet, track your net worth, make 2021 the year that you do that, even if it's a very simple spreadsheet or on pen on paper. And that also links into point two about opening your banking apps. It just helps you get an understanding of where your money is, what you own and what you owe. The fourth and final point I told you this was going to be a quick podcast, hopefully not taking up too much of your time, is to simplify your finances. My two personal buzzwords for when it comes to managing my own finances is automation and simplicity. I want things to be as simple as possible, which is why I have a lot of my money in the stock market in one or two index funds, because it's simple. And automation, I think, is probably the most powerful thing you can do when it comes to finances, because it takes everything out of the equation human emotion um, has shown that humans generally as an example when it comes to investing like to buy high and sell low even though we're told to do the exact opposite so what can you automate you can automate investing saving any bills utilities 
You can also make paying off your credit card every single month, donating to charity. I actually wrote a separate blog post on this on my website, makingmoneysimple.co.uk, which goes into a bit more detail, but it's called The Power of Automation. And I've always been big on automation. And it was when I read a book called I Will Teach You To Be Rich, where it really sort of consolidated my thought process that automation is the best way to go. And let me give you a quick example. The reason why is when it comes to manually investing, even though you may have good intentions of, you know, I'm going to invest £200 on the first of every month. It comes to the first of the month. And what happens? The stock market is higher. You're going to be thinking, okay, well, it's quite high at the moment. It's expensive. So I'm going to wait until it comes down. The result, you don't invest or vice versa. Come to the first of the month and the stock market is dropped. What, what would a natural human just think? They'd think, oh, well, it's dropped. It's going to come down a bit further. I'm going to wait to invest. The result of both cases is that you don't end up investing. And that is because it's left to you do it manually and left to human emotion, which is why it's so important, I think, in my personal opinion, to automate as much as possible, but particularly invest in saving and paying off your credit card. Paying off your credit card is a different beast altogether, and you need to be paying it off in full every single month, no matter what. But particularly saving and investing, because we're humans, if we have a bad day, we should be saving £100 in that month, but we're going to end up spending it because of whatever reason. There's a whole array of reasons. But by investing and saving automatically, which is also a form of paying yourself first, you're not leaving anything up to luck or to chance. It's going to be done automatically and easily and simplicity is the aim of the game and automation so i wanted to quickly touch on one more thing as well linking into simplifying your finances and it comes from i will teach you to be rich and it's about having a conscious spending plan so i'll be completely honest i just sort of think that, you know people that spend money on coffee or people that spend money on 500 pound t-shirts from off-white are just a bit stupid that's a bad money decision but that's wrong and i was wrong for thinking that and what i've learned from i will teach you to be rich is that People can spend their money on whatever they want and you shouldn't judge people for spending money on whatever they want. If people like expensive cars, expensive restaurants, buying free coffees a day every single day, then that's fine as long as they are automating their finances and paying themselves first through investing and saving. If you're aiming to save 20% of your income and invest 5% of your income and you do that, then you've hit the goal that you set yourself and you can then spend whatever income you have left on whatever you want. And that is the idea about, in the book, he talks about living a rich life where you cut back on things that don't add value to your life. You spend relentlessly on things that you love, whether that's coffees, cars, clothes, eating out. But that is all perfectly fine because you have already paid yourself first by saving, investing, whatever you're choosing to do. So that wraps up this podcast episode. I appreciate I rattled through it, but I just wanted to sort of share my thoughts in a audio way through the podcast of how you can try and get your personal finances right in 2021 i know we're a few weeks into the year but it's not too late to start set some goals open your banking apps start tracking your net worth and simplifying your finances automation and simplicity is key not just with investing but when it comes to managing your finances in general i really appreciate you listening as i mentioned any questions or any content you'd like to see please reach out to me on instagram at making money simple and have a great rest of your day